Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Uh, this is a hell of a show because it, there's a load of stuff going on in the background that, that may or may not change the plans and the th- we just have to get pivot where we are and change the show as it goes. We're stood next to something that's in the corner of the, um, the studio. Correct. Okay? There's something in the corner of the studio right now that we can't talk about that we're going to have to send an incredibly long explanation to Dave Berry and his team. Otherwise, they're going to think we've lost the plot. And if they don't read that email, the consequences could be awful. Just put it this way, massive HR incident. You'll find out during the course of the show what it is. Enjoy the show. It's cold, but a light jacket is fine. We'll be the judge of the protocol. Hold the line, it's a Thursday night. Good to have you on board. It is good to have you on board, but some bad news. Uh, I think it's fair to say that Amazon chief Jeff Bezos does not listen to the Home Time show. Uh, we've He's been, too busy going into space. He stuff, is. Isn't he? We've been running trails over the last 24 hours about the live tie-dye-a-thon uh, on the show tonight. The, yeah. the saga of the T-shirt, my son's T-shirt, that we've, we've saved with your help over the week and the help of some WD-40. And it was all going to climax tonight on the show. Uh, with a live tie-dye-a-thon. The one problem is I got an email notification to start the day saying uh, your parcel will be with you by 10pm tonight. Uh, As things stand at 10 past four this afternoon, there is no tie-dye arriving at Absolute Radio. I could give Danielle Perry a a call the evening show straight after this and we can smooth it with her. I'm sure she'll be fine. She'd love that. Extended programme. As long as it arrives before the end of her show at 10 o'clock, you know, then we're away. What a shame, though, because I think one of the things that we were excited about is that, I mean, neither of us have done tie-dye since we were at school. It's a proper school day's thing. It makes you want to tie-dye and make a bag, a drawstring bag with your initials on the front. Exactly. So many opportunities. It will arrive. It will arrive. Are you waiting on anything i mean hopefully it'll arrive for the show are you are you waiting on anything at the moment i am actually and if anyone else got the same problem there's like loads of weird like like shipping stuff going on at the moment. there is so shipping there? problems afoot and we ordered a mirror ages ago uh, and it's honestly it's become like an enigma in our house remember the mirror that we ordered it's now we had an email yesterday saying it's going to take like another three weeks to get to us i think they're walking it down <laughs> the m1 or something but uh, the problem is, and this is like affecting my day-to-day life. Do you remember yesterday I had um, porridge from our three-year-old all over my T-shirt? That's what it was. Because I couldn't check my shirt on the way out the door. Yeah. Because there's no mirror there. No so mirror. that's why I turned around and left the house with stuff stuck to my shoulders and everything. I'm going to get a list going to try and move things along. So we'll put down our tie-dye, your mirror. What else are you waiting on? We'll stick it on our list. Uh, let's get these kind of ones out of the way. Chris says, I'm waiting on Arsenal to finish in the top four. Unnecessary. Unprovoked attack. Thanks very much. I'm not even going to say anything. We've got Rondon up front. Uh, Michelle says, Hi team, we're currently waiting for a brand new kitchen sink that we ordered back in June. It was originally on a, on a three-week wait. However, we're still waiting for it now. You can't have a comedy list without a kitchen sink. There's a brilliant text in here, guys. I'm so sorry to hear about your tie-dye disaster. I run a company that makes tie-dye dungarees called KB uh, Tangerines and we'll be solidly working on them over the past few days. Just wishing I could provide you with the dye that you need for your session, but it's a bit short notice. Yeah, yeah. Is a bit short notice. Sorry about that, but thank you for being there for us. Hopefully, the tie-dye will arrive way before the promised 10pm tonight. That's really handy for a show that finishes at 7. <laughs> uh, what are you waiting on? Uh, Graham says, we've ordered a pushchair four months ago. What? Still waiting. Baby's due in four weeks now. Up against it. I'd say. Going to move on. We've got Lindsay on the line. Lindsay, what are you waiting for? Well, I'm waiting for a four-socket extension plug. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a, that's a typical <laughs> online order, that one is. You must be lo- are you lo- up against the window looking to see whether the postman's coming, that kind of thing, with, with anticipation and excitement? 
Well, yeah, I'm sitting here waiting for it and every time I hear a car door, I think, oh, is that it? Lindsay, what electrical excitement <laughs> is going to get plugged in with these four extra sockets you're soon to have? Well, I've got a phone charger, one that I can just sit my phone on. Right. Obviously, I can't plug it in. I can't leave it plugged in. So I need one of these sockets. It's got its own little plugs. So I can leave it plugged in and just flick the switch and then charge up my phone. Oh, like a plug within a plug within a plug within a plug, like plug inception. Bro, I can, I'm getting excited about it now. Would you be able to text me and let me know when you get it? Because I'm kind of keen on this as well. Yes, I certainly will t- text you. Brilliant. Okay, I'll great. Get it That's good. I hope it's got a little red light as well. I love plugs that've got a little red light at the end of them. Yeah, a bar, yeah, yeah. bar plug with a red light. It's let like, us know they're doing something. Yeah, we're in business. Stuff's happening. Exciting times, Lindsay. Yes. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> kind of killing time this hour as we wait for our dye to arrive to do some tie dyeing a little yeah. bit later on. Uh, with that, uh, a quick update on day three of my uh, Wimpy tour. I'm trying to visit all the Wimpies in my local area of South End. Bit of a Wimpy pilgrimage, uh, and just tasting the food as we go and having a bit of a you know bit of nostalgia and reminiscing as we go about it. A good one today. It was the uh, Wimpy in South End Victoria Shopping Centre. All right, yeah. Glamorous location. Uh, sat there and had an egg, bacon, and treacle stack, which was a bit of a revelation. Jealous of that. Those combinations of flavour. I'd never previously thought of before. Every day, though, I've been recording my thoughts in the form of a diary, rumours of an album afoot, and I know a lot of people tape this bit off the radio, so if you've got (laughs) record pause, release pause now. Slicker than your average burger joint in the precinct Victoria shopping centre, ground floor level by the mobility scooters. Tim's for my hooligans in SS9. Dead right, got the time right, half eleven breakfast. Egg and bacon stack with the syrup gonna ooze. Never lose, three lose if you choose to. Watch out, brown derby gonna bruise you. Do something to us, the coat goes through us. Way to come to us, serve us, leave us, who us? Yeah, cheers, drive them full. Leave like Starsky and Hutch, stick the clutch. Dare I squeeze in a last-minute cherry ice cream? Bang every course easily. So I just speak my piece, eat my chips. Eating with my South End peeps, my Wimpy peeps. Old school coat float, who on it? Breakfast muffin, flaunt it, home time, we on it. Wimpy, 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 can't you see? Your burger and chips just hypnotise me. And I just love your flashy ways. The bender in a bun just makes my day. Wimpy, 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 can't you see? Your burger and chips just hypnotise me. And I just love your flashy ways. The bender in the bun just makes my day. Love it, I can't wait to go back again. <laughs> if Wimpy want to use that as like the advert in local cinema, remember in local cinemas you used to have adverts for like local restaurants? Yes, yeah, yeah. Get that in there. Just like that one. Literally just like that one. We've had the third day of your Wimpy pilgrimage. And a bit of a wrap. Speaking of the number three, just had an alert, the tie-dye's three drops away. You're joking? No, I'm not joking you. Well, I turned around, it was 10pm last time we checked. <laughs> I know, quite a switch-up, isn't it? So could be live tie-dyeing on the show still tonight before 7 o'clock. Uh, what scenes? Uh, we're asking you, what are you waiting on? Uh, Lisette in the Highland says, I'm waiting for a moly that I won in a competition. What's that? Now, I've just Googled a moly, and apparently a moly is the world's first robotic kitchen. Oh, I like the sound of that. If that's the case, Lisette's going to be the talk of the Highlands up there with that, that's for sure. Uh, Stuart, what are you waiting on? Uh, a two-man sauna I ordered in March. Two-man sauna, huh, Stu? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. In March, there's quite a delay on that one, then. Uh, it, yes. They told me 16 weeks, and then I'm still chasing it, and when I chased it a few weeks ago, they sent me uh, 
a news article about the Suez Canal boat. Oh, my word. <laughs> so, just to go back to the two-man sauna thing, kind of obsessed with this a little bit. So, does the other person have to back out if the other one wants to get out when you're in there, or is there enough room? You've got a door each, or what? No, it's, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's a little bit cosy, but, you know, it's... Uh... It should be fine. Could you get well, me, you, you and Richie in there? Could you get the three of us in, do you uh, think? Uh, no, probably not, no. All right. Is this for home <laughs> use, Stuart? Yes, yeah, it's going in my, in my home gym. Oh, wow. It's getting better for this guy. It's what you get for living near where, you see. You, uh, it's like quite posh, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Richie's neck of the woods. Yeah. Have to get, he hasn't got, he hasn't got yeah. a home gym. I don't have a home gym or a sauna. And when, uh, one final uh, question. Uh, when you go in your, your sauna, when you get it and you're going to go in it, are you going to wear, because it's in your own house, are you going to wear trunks or are you going to go completely starkers in there? Um, I'm not sure the kids would appreciate me wandering around with uh, very little on. <laughs> no, I don't think they would, Stuart. I think you've, you've got that one nailed. Put them off the tee, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> First driving lesson for my daughter today. If there weren't enough grey hairs on my body already, there's another one being added. Not through worry, but just through just feeling old at the fact that she's learning to drive right now. But that's a milestone, isn't it? Learning to drive. It, I just can. It's like seems like a different like world. Thinking back to those times, you're only absolutely bricking it, sitting in the seat for the first time. Yeah, and all what those, it all does. All those little things that you used to learn. Uh, mirror signal manoeuvre. That's the one that I used to remember. Whenever Trump would go on about MSN. I wouldn't think mainstream media. I'd think mirror signal manoeuvre. I've never abbreviated mirror signal manoeuvre really? before in my life. Probably, oh, probably don't really do it. Ray, my driving instructor, is always like MSM, mirror signal manoeuvre. And I bet you Ray was an acronym for something. <laughs> Robot <laughs> analysing, something or other. Uh, today, Caitlin said they just dealt with driving straight, which I think is, uh, I'm happy with that as a good start. Those locations as well, though, when you go to um, do your first bit of driving somewhere. Yeah. Ultimate suburbia. <laughs> yeah. Loads of old people twitching through their curtains wondering what up to. That's great. But do you not think there should be other things that, I mean, and maybe this is on me as a parent to be able to teach as well, but the things that they don't teach you to pass your test, but you do need to know as a driver. Yeah. Like, for example, the passenger is absolutely no place whatsoever touching the radio. That's all down to the driver. Yeah, kind of unwritten rules. Um, stuff like take your shoes off, driver just shoes and feet and socks, much better. You are. I always drive in just socks. I always take my shoes off. Sometimes even barefoot. You can drive better. You can feel the pedal pedals better. I, I'm... And they, you ain't going to get that from Ray, your driving instructor. You have this ability every now and then to leave me speechless. Uh, <laughs> it, it happened a little bit earlier with the, the third wimpy rap, uh, and it's happened again. Um, you drive... You drive with no socks on. If I get into a car, kick my shoes off, drive without uh, my shoes on, because I feel like I can feel the pedals better. I'm almost more in tune with the road. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Tell that to Caitlin. Right, OK. If you... <laughs> I think about it. If you've got any other things that you want to add to the list that you should tell someone as they're learning to drive, but you don't normally get taught, what do they really need to know? 8, 12, 15, pop us a text. A clutch of texts... See yep. what I've done there, clutch, clever. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I've uh, come through all suggesting it could be illegal to drive barefoot. Could be. <laughs> see what I mean? I've, could I've, be. I've done a little bit of a search. No, it, you don't need to do that. It appears to be a bit of a grey area. That I exist in a grey area. According to the RAC, there's a great level of uncertainty surrounding whether or not it's illegal to drive barefoot in the UK, with numerous reasons cited as to why you are or not breaking the law if you do. Well, there you go. Drop Caitlin a little text now. That's the first bit of advice for her with this whole driving thing. Uh, David says, beware of drivers wearing hats. 
But don't believe me, next time you're stuck behind a numpty, take a look. Pretty good chance they'll be wearing a hat. If you think about it, there is no logic to wearing a hat in a car. Yeah, why are you doing that? What's yeah. going on with that? It is questionable. 8, 12, 15 to text the show. We had a great text in actually from Sean. We've just called him back now. He's on the line now. Hello, Sean. Hello, and of Hello, Sean. Did you just say Land of Mints? <laughs> no, Underwood Meat. Oh, Underwood Meat. Even Land of Meat sounded like a nightclub <laughs> that we'd not been to before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your uh, What's your tip then for the drivers? My driving instructor always used to say to me, uh, "Fog. Remember fog." And he used to hammer it into me all the time. And basically, he used to say to me, "It means foot off gas." How can you drive if you don't put your foot down? If you, you don't put in front of your gas? <laughs> you ease off it for safety in fog. Oh, OK. Ah. So you see the fog yep. and then the acronym comes to mind. You're thinking foot off, off gas. gas. Foot off gas, yeah. Bro, this is great. This, we're wondering whether it's just like you can't really go anywhere because you can't really put your foot down. But now the penny has dropped. <laughs> yep. Can you put us down for two tickets to World of Meats, please? And we'll see you there. Ooh. Will do. <laughs> Sean, take care. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Some brilliant driving tips coming in for Richie's daughter who did her first driving lesson today. But what are the things they don't tell you in your driving lessons that you need to know? Tony and Stacey have just texted to say, don't worry about width restrictions. Drive so your gear stick is always in the middle of the road and you'll fit. It's clever, because it's in the middle of the car. It's right in the middle of the car. It's like there all that. the time. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, let's uh, add another one. What you got for us? I'll keep my um, windscreens on auto. And when it starts raining, don't just automatically put them on. Just wait, wait till the wind drops get a bit heavier, and just wait, so wait, wait for it to kick in. You so you 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 wait to put your windscreen wipers on rather than just whacking them in when you sense rain might be in the air. Yeah, leave it on auto and wait for the auto to kick in and see how heavy it gets before I have to, wow. I have to interject myself and, and jump in myself. Andrew, I think you just said a few moments ago that you are windscreen wiper obsessed. I would have to say yeah, that I, is I, a similar similar situation to myself. It, it, it really, really, really puts everything on edge. If I see wipers on and they're starting to squeak and smear and I'm thinking, these blades are just getting knackered. They don't need to be on right now. And, and, and the other one was, I live in London and we go a lot through the Blackhorn and the Dartford tunnels and the first time it happened to me, it freaked me out. I think somebody put the wash on in front of me and it splattered my windscreen. And I thought, what's this getting splattered on the windscreen in the Blackwood Tunnel or the Dartford Tunnel? So I always <laughs> freaked me out the first time, but now I always do it. A bit of windscreen washing the tunnel just to freak out the driver behind me. Windscreen bants. <laughs> Make the person behind you think that the tunnel's flooding. <laughs> that's absolutely. Yeah. That's even yeah. better than your little auto trick, I have to say. <laughs> Yeah. Before we get to one more final driving tip for now, uh, for my daughter, first te- uh, first lesson today. So well, after the other things that they, they don't teach you, some exciting news. Look at this. Well, hear it. This Whoa. is what's in the building. Tie-dye, my friends. You're joking it's me. It's arrived. Wow, that's us thinking it was 10 o'clock tonight. Now, <laughs> I know. it's here. Yes, so live tie-dyeing happening after 6 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to re- retract my statement from earlier on saying that the Home Time Show was the show that didn't deliver. Yeah. By Jingo, you listen after 6, we will deliver. It really does. Uh, Lee and Jess are waiting to talk to us right now. Lee is is currently doing some driving with Jess, mm. teaching her. Uh, Lee, you've got a tip as well? The tip is, across the screen, draw, draw an imaginary line and just look through the top half. If you look through the bottom half, it's too late, you've probably crashed into it already. But if you look after the top half, then you can you can see that danger ahead. I like it's like a little porthole or something. That's quite good. Yeah. Periscope. Yeah. Works for me. Uh, right. Gonna get a sharpie to our windscreen, ASAP. Yeah, yeah, do that. 
And, and, and Lee, have you instilled that into your daughter, Jess? Does she do that now when she drives? She's, well, she's, she's not really ready for it yet, but that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And we're, even, we're out driving at the moment. We're just trying to talk about that there. And I've, and I've, I've drawn that imaginary line, so we're looking through the top half. And, and we haven't crashed into anything yet, so it's been I, a result. I bet she's sat there looking out the window, rolling her eyes, going, oh, Dad's gone about the imaginary line again. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> those, those, those eyes have been rolled out loud. <laughs> Mandy says, you don't have to park at the side of your fuel filler cap at the petrol station. The pump will reach the other side of your car. Great tip. Very, very annoying queue behind someone that is waiting just to park by the side of their caps on. I had, last time I filled up, I had an absolute nightmare with one of them. I just <laughs> literally moved the car about four times because it wouldn't reach. It was so embarrassing. Take even longer if you're putting your shoes and socks on and off as well. Exactly, you got you know, because obviously you drive much better without your shoes on. We'll come back to that in a second. Uh, one other one, we're going to chuck it in here now. Now, I'm just going to say it, address the elephant in the room, because a lot of people are texting it, and we've not read it out up until this point, but the other bit of uh, advice is that if someone drives a white Audi or a black BMW, they won't indicate. Well, this fine, but there's a reason why I've not read that one out. Of course! Oh, my... Oh, dear, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's awkward, isn't it? So you've, you've just become the owner of... A, a black... black BMW, yeah. Do you feel that you're driving differently? Do you, are you using those little sticks either side of the wheel? Are you bothering with those things? Huh? <laughs> I, I, I like the paddles. I, oh, you're referring to the indicators! Indicators, oh! yes. Got him. Home time on a Thursday night. If you want to know what we do whilst the song's wrong, we've just literally been arguing about the merits of the movie The Rock by... Uh, He's, Richie's now written on a bit of paper, face-off. We've just been arguing about how good or not Nicolas Cage films are. I think they're great, he thinks they're not. I'm just not convinced, that's all. <laughs> Show's falling apart. It's falling, literally, hey, we've got tie-dye on the way. We can hang <laughs> it on that. It's what you're all here for, live tie-dyeing has arrived. Yes. Uh, we've been waiting uh, all day for this uh, pack of tie-dye to arrive. We are ready uh, to tie-dye the white T-shirt that this show and the Home Time listeners saved with WD-40 from the spaghetti meatball stain. So it's a win for you already because your other half, Natalie, said that it would be a worthless T-shirt needs to go in the bin. You've saved it. Correct. But you've tr- almost like donated the shirt to the Home Time show for this experiment with tie-dyeing. Almost for medical reasons research uh, because so many people didn't have faith in the whole WD-40 thing. They were saying, oh, well, you can just just tie-dye it. Yeah. That kind of like, you know, it it piqued me interest. So I thought, yeah, let's do that. It would have been a shame to finish this evening without having tie-dye it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, the pack has arrived. The first problem bush that uh, we've got, but I think we can just um, freestyle around this, is the pack I've ordered, didn't realise, is is for the washing machine. Let's not let a mistake stand in the way of this radio show. It doesn't normally, doesn't normally derail us, does it? No, it says, like, put put the uh, the colour pod in the machine, put on a 40-degree cycle um, um, twice, and then your fabric's ready. Are you supposed to put the entire thing in the machine, like the plastic pot that it comes in? It's pink dye, by the way, Pink folks. dye. Um, Let's have a look. Crack it open. I would imagine you just... Uh, I don't know, really. I, I there's, It sounds like there's granules in here, so what I reckon we should do... Before I do this... Have a bit each. <laughs> do not try that at home. Uh, is, is tip these granules in that bucket of water, yeah. old-style tie-dye, and then go with it that way, leave it for 24 hours. So wrap it in lassie bands, wrap yeah. the T-shirt in lassie bands, and then... Well, I tell you what, tip it in the water, mm-hmm. 
let's get that boiling, and then you can start wrapping the T-shirt in the lazy bands, and then we're ready to go, aren't we'll we? We'll let it ferment. We'll be back in a sec. Neil Miller has tweeted us, uh, doubting what we're doing in this final hour of the show. He says, tie-dyeing, are you sure you can do this before 7pm? Are you aware how long it takes to tie-dye a T-shirt? Yeah, that is why, Neil, uh, Neil, we are doing this now, and then we're going to return to it tomorrow's show. We're going to let it cook. It's like a slow cooker of tie-dye for 24 hours. Uh, yeah, what we're going to do, without leaving any emails or any instructions, we're going to leave this T-shirt in a bucket of what looks like blood that Richie's pulled in the corner because <laughs> he's got the red dye in there. And then the breakfast show tomorrow, Dave and the team are going to have a right old weird wake-up, aren't they, when yeah, they turn yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, Home time don't touch is what we're going to put on the bucket. They will be wondering what on earth has happened last night. Don't tell any of them, right? If they want to know what our bucket of red stuff is in the corner of the studio and Dave, Barry and the team get in and they, they're asking about it, do not tell them, OK? Shh. So look, scrunch T-shirt. Yeah. OK. Uh, lucky band number one going on. I want to make this nice and tight. Yep. Oh, that's too tight. Actually. Clearly worked with elastic bands before, Rich. You've got quite the technique. <laughs> hey! There we go. One. One. Let's do one more, a little bit quicker. Live tie-dyeing. That's this is going to look so weird, because it's a white T-shirt. It's kind of like turbo-folded up. <laughs> you know a little bit like when you, your granddad used to make uh, a roast chicken out of the tea towel? Have you ever seen that trick? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like that, but it's going to go in like a bucket of red stuff. It's quite weird, actually. I'm going to put one more on. This is the content you come to home time and Absolute Radio for, isn't it? This is it. This is like Why Don't You? We all grew up with our half-tones being like this. Why don't you? So there we go. Sorry, that was a Northern Ireland accent. That's never going to happen again. <laughs> T-shirt. In it goes. In the bucket. I'm not going to throw it in. Oh, I thought you were going to no, chuck no, it. That, oh, I've not come down in the last shower, <laughs> mate. Here we go. Oh, it's like, it's like the way someone would release Whoa. a fish back into a canal, that, the way you did that. That has immediately gone well red. Wow, look at that. I think that's going to look mint tomorrow. It's going to be brilliant on tomorrow's show. It's going to be brilliant. He, uh, the, the plan is a nice, what was a white Vans T-shirt, going to be red the colour of Arsenal. Beautiful. If I was you, I wouldn't miss tomorrow's show. Thursday night, home time, Bush and Richie, it's Absolute Radio. One big family on this home time show, we look out for each other and we try and do the best by you. If you remember on Tuesday night, uh, we were talking about hoarding things and we spoke to lovely Becky on the phone, she felt quite mm. bad because she had this huge backlog of uh, cake decorating monthly magazines she'd been buying, but she'd never decorated a cake. So we urged her on Tuesday's show, go on Becky, you can do it, get the impetus... Bake a cake, get a cake, decorate it, and get back in touch with Home Time. We're gonna, we said we'd call her tonight. We're going to keep that appointment and put the call through and see whether she's done anything about it. She said she would do it, but I bet she isn't thinking that we actually will call her back. So let's call her back. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get our producer to dial that number right now. I tell you what, she won't have done this. Not in a million years. Hello. Becky, hello. It's Bush and Richie. How are you? Hi, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Uh, we're good. Mm -hmm. uh, we said we'd be back in touch. We want to find out, because you promised us that you would. Have you iced a cake yet? I have, yes. Whoa! I don't know how I pulled it off. I was back in work yesterday, so I have no idea how I pulled it off, but I have decorated a cake. Now, I, I don't want to sound bad like we were doubting you, but we were. When we were just, when we were just about to phone you then, uh, we were just saying, she's, there's no way she's gone and done this, not in a million years. What type of cake did you make? Well, I made, I cheated with the cake. I bought a packet one. Right. Um, Fine. Just for ease. Um, and then I got out episode one of Cake Decorating magazine and had a look in there. So I took inspiration from one of the creations in the magazine. And what year was that, 1978? Bearing in mind you've got so many um, of a backlog going on there. 
Yes, apart from I wasn't born then, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I was. Um, how come that we have not been emailed or, or tweeted at the Absolute Radio socials, any image of this um, whatsoever? I don't want to be a doubting Thomas, but I'm just... No, no, I have not long walked in the door from work and collecting my son's farm nursery, so I can... Uh, post it on socials now for you. What we would like, if it's okay, uh, a yeah. photo of the cake with you next to it and a photo of today's newspaper. Yes, or some Bush. kind of proof. Yes, Bush. Some proof that it's real. Okay. Yes. Right, this is I all going to happen. <laughs> this yeah. is, you can hear Becky, you can hear her scheme falling apart, can't you? <laughs> Tissue of lies. It's good, though. Don't you I feel do good? You, don't you feel good now that you, you... I do feel good. Previously, you'd never used those magazines, not even once, but now you have actually got some use out of them. Yeah, and I feel like I'm ready to go into business as a cake decorator now. <laughs> and if you hold on the line, our producer will give you our address to send some of that cake to, all yes, right? Yes, please. OK. <laughs> I was joking with that bit. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> And there you go. So uh, by the time you're listening to this, maybe you're listening to this show a few hours later on, Dave and the team are in their taxis on the way into work. They've got no idea what that little bucket of stuff is in the corner. It's Richie's tie-dye T-shirt. Yeah, uh, with a do not... Do not move, red dye in use, is what our producer has written. Do you know what, though? I think we should do more of this. Why don't we smoke some kippers or mackerel in here? Oh, I'd love that. use the corner of the studio for, like, ongoing projects and crafts. Homebrew! Homebrew in the corner. Oh, my God, that'd be good. No one ever uses that corner. As soon as uh, going sober for October's over, let's flip an homebrew in the corner. Homebrew for November. Yes. Not as catchy. So Dem's gems didn't last, no? Oh, oh, sorry. I wonder why you looked slightly um, maudlin whilst we were talking about this, and now we know why. Have you got a gem? I've just, I spent 30 quid earlier on supplies, but don't worry about it. Uh, tell you what, email us if you want to hear a Dem's gems, and maybe in the next podcast there'll be some.